Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of the Art of Teaching podcast. I've been receiving so many positive reviews and feedback from you, and I'm so grateful that you'll take the time to listen. These bite-sized episodes are small snippets of a larger conversation from interviews available at theartofteachingpodcast.com. Dr. Tim Sharp has three degrees in psychology, including a PhD and an impressive record as an academic, clinician and coach. He has run one of Sydney's most respective clinical psychology practices and is the founder and CHO, Chief Happiness Officer of the Happiness Institute, which is Australia's first organisation devoted solely to enhancing happiness in individuals, families and organisations. In this bite-sized episode, we talked about his own struggles with mental health and why so-called negative emotions such as sadness, worry and anxiety are actually an important part of our lives. This episode was such an important one and so timely given the current global pandemic. It was so wonderful to speak with Dr. Tim. He's always been incredibly generous with his time. Just a reminder that if you're struggling, you're not alone. I'll put some links in the show notes to some great mental health resources. I hope that you get as much out of this conversation as I did. But I do share it and have increasingly shared some of my personal story, particularly in recent years, because I think it's vitally important to smash the stigma. Um, Much of my early suffering, particularly in the early years, was compounded by my unwillingness uh, to reach out and ask for help. Um, And this is going back quite a a long time now. So this is going back before before the days of Are You OK Day and Beyond Blue and some of the great campaigns we've seen in recent years and some of the great work by school-based organisations like Batir, for example, that I'm involved in. But um, again, it, it, didn't, it didn't cause my problems, but I think if it wasn't for the stigma associated with mental health, I would have been, I would have reached out and asked for help much sooner and much more willingly and therefore probably not suffered as much. So. Although I, I do work at it and I, I try to, particularly in my professional life, try to be as positive and happy as possible, uh, it doesn't come naturally to me. Um, and so again, I guess that's you know one of the misconceptions about me and my role is that I'm happy all the time, which leads into, I suppose, one of the misconceptions about happiness, which is that no one is happy all the time and no one should expect to be. Yeah. Um, because even though um, there are many benefits to happiness and positive emotions more generally, there are also benefits, uh, significant benefits to some of the so-called negative emotions. Um, and I, I, you know, I put them in inverted commas because I don't really like to refer to them as negative emotions because they actually have a lot of value. They serve a very useful purpose. Things like uh, stress and anxiety and even frustration and anger and sadness and grief. These are normal human emotions. And I think part of happiness in a way is accepting unhappiness uh, and, and, and learning to live with that. Um, and that, so that's one of the misconceptions, one of the myths about positive psychology is that it's just about positive emotions. It's not. It's about thriving and flourishing as best we can. Yeah. And as I said, that's partly about accepting uh, the dark side of life, uh, which is very real and very normal. And, um, and I mean, particularly in the last 12 months, I suppose, many people have realised that uh, maybe more so than previously. So, so yeah, I guess that one of the, you know, one of the main myths about happiness is that we should, you know, that it's everything and we should try to have it all the time well 
no, yeah, we, we, we want, if we can have as much as possible, that's great. Nothing wrong with that at all. But, yeah. um, but the re we've got to be realistic at it, about it. So it's got to be grounded in reality. And as I said, the reality is that some of those so-called negative emotions are normal, appropriate, and even healthy at times. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know personally for me this year has been uh, particularly challenging, not uh, uh, only because of the uh, circumstances surrounded COVID and all of those complexities, but also we had a particularly um, a traumatic family event. And so for me, um, I have always been, like you said, quite similar to yourself. I, I would argue that someone who is quite positive and quite upbeat, and it wasn't until it all sort of came crumbling down and I, um, for the first time, actually reached out and spoke to someone. And that was immensely, immensely, immensely helpful. And so I think that there are some, some and I am by no means an expert in this area, um, but I think there are some very, some things that we have to open up and we have to talk about. Um, and I think it's, it's extremely important, like I said, people like yourself and other practitioners that they're actually approaching this with a with a level of substance um, and understand it's not just about happy feelings and positivity um, sometimes there are some really real and complex things that people have to work through and um, I, uh, I am really grateful for you sharing that thank you and um, it's uh, you raise a really interesting point as well about happiness um, uh, being not necessarily the elimination of all negative emotions but trying to work out um, how to um, have those simultaneously with positive emotions. I know I've probably paraphrased you a bit there, um, but do you think it's important uh, to make sure that we're not ignoring those negative emotions um, and to make sure that we are learning how to, how to deal with them and walk through those? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we, you know, we, we, there's good research to suggest that if you, um, you know, the more you try to push things away, the more they'll push back. The more you try to resist things like negative emotions, the more they persist. So, um, denial or you know, pretending they're not there or burying your head in the sand um, quite simply doesn't work. In fact, it can make things worse. Yeah. Um, so as I said, we need to accept, um, and, 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 you know, and psychologists have, have known this in different ways for many years. Most of the great philosophers and religious thinkers have known something similar too. I mean, Buddhism is a great example that, you know, the, the, the first noble truth of Buddhism is, is that suffering is inevitable in a sense. So, um, yeah. and many others have said similar things in, in, in different ways. So, um, so it's vitally important to accept that. I mean, I, I suppose, you know, when people ask this question, I, I put another question back to them and say, look, just imagine, imagine a person that never, ever, never, ever experienced any stress or anxiety or sadness yeah i mean can you can you if they did i mean if anyone said they honestly did i'd be concerned about them in a slightly different way i mean that would be you know that'd be a bit weird um and it'd probably be indicative of some other sort of problem i mean it, you know as human beings it's totally normal to be sad sometimes to worry sometimes to to get frustrated you know stuff goes wrong certain negative emotions are a perfectly normal and appropriate response to that. But, uh, and this is the important part, I suppose, we, we, there are ways that we can learn and what we want to do is learn how to manage that as best as possible, I suppose. So we don't necessarily want these things to take over our lives. Um, there's a great quote, which, which I think relates to this, which is uh, something along the lines of, you know, we can't always control how we feel or what we think, but we do want to make sure that what we think and how we feel doesn't control us. Yes. Yeah. And that's easier said than done. I know that better than anyone. Um, but that's kind of the secret to life, the universe and everything. If you can, yeah. you know, if you can accept these things uh, for what they are, use various strategies, which you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners uh, use in different ways already. 
and learn, I suppose, learn how to get back on with life as quickly as we can, as best we can, as soon as we can, etc. cetera. Um, yeah. And that's what it's all about, you know. So it's okay, just, I suppose, just to be a bit more tangible about it, it's okay to be upset for a minute or an hour or a day maybe, but we don't necessarily want that to turn into multiple days, multiple weeks, etc. If we can contain it, then that's, um, you know, that's helpful. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Art of Teaching podcast. I hope that you, like me, got some valuable insights out of our discussion today. For show notes, please visit theartofteachingpodcast.com and please remember to subscribe to future episodes. If you could also let me know what your thoughts about our discussions were today, rate and review the episode on iTunes and share the resource with anyone that you think might find it useful. Thank you for listening. Until next time.